You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast. Here with Chris Evans and Team Money Welch. What's up, man? Yo. I wish you guys could see what Taylor's wearing today. I'm dressed pretty nice. Out booty um, shorts. No. Knee high socks. Dude, just because my glutes are the eighth wonder of the world doesn't mean that. I don't know where I'm going, going with that, but that's all right, man. Hello. <clears throat> hey, so what are we talking about today? You tell us what are we talking about today. You tell us. <laughs> so we're talking about two things. We're talking about a six-figure investment that we're making in our business, and pulling out some lessons, some principles some teaching, some golden nugs, some platinum ornaments of marketing and business goodness. And, uh, you know, Chris and I have both come through an interesting season. Uh, we were talking with somebody yesterday who is a, um, he's a consultant with a very, very large, very reputable organization. I guarantee you 100% everybody knows who this organization is. And we're telling them what, we'd, what we've done, built this $5 million a year business and, um, you know, just a little bit over a year and a half. And he was like, whoa, 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 what, what? Like, I've never heard that before. That's crazy. And Chris and I, we kind of live in this alternate reality, like this distortion field where we, we don't really, I mean, we sort of know, but we don't really know at the same time. Because yeah. I'm, I'm pissed that we're not doing a million a month and two million a month yeah. and we're constantly pushing and so anyways, I think that it's appropriate for us to kind of break down how we make decisions, investment decisions, what it feels like for us, because people think, oh, when you have a lot of money, it's easy to make investment decisions. No, sir. No, ma'am. That's a negative. <laughs> Still terrifying, you know. And then also being able to properly gauge how bad you want something and knowing what is an appropriate risk, what, what are the appropriate sacrifices to make to create that outcome. I do a good job there, man. Bro. Like, I think that that's it. Like we don't even have to record anymore. Yeah, the shortest podcast ever. Yeah, that's true, man. Like it was really interesting hearing this guy, um, just kind of reflecting back on what we've done. And I think one trait that we we've noticed with successful people, driven people is at the end of the day. And we were telling him this story too, that, like, it's just not enough. Like, we thought that $100,000 a month in our business would, would maybe be enough. Yeah. And then we got there, and it was like, no. We're poor. Is, we're so poor. <laughs> like, we pay our bills this month. And then, it, you know, the next, the next time it was 200 grand a month and 300 grand. You know, it's like, we just realized that's who we are. That's what we do. Yeah. We grow and we drive. And so, yeah, we, uh, we are making a massive investment into our business. And before you do judge, before you do say, Oh yeah, well that's easy. You guys do have just like tons of money. You've been, you've been successful. No, like it still scares the, the GBs out of us. 
Yeah, well, think about six figures. My dream used to be to make six figures. Yeah. And now we do six figures in a week. But it's still six figures. It's still money that we've worked really hard for, you know. And I think that what it comes down to is we're confident that within the time frame allotted to us, we can get an idea from this that will make us six figures back. Yeah. Not, not a billion dollars, not $500 million, not $100 million. But this is what's insane to me. If you can make an investment and you're relatively positive that you can at least make that investment back, if it's a wash, okay, but you walk away with a deeper understanding, a better perspective, heightened knowledge over the area that you're trying to improve in, why would you not make that investment? And every, every time we make the offer to become a client of ours, you know, our inve- investment work with us isn't anywhere near six figures. It's like all but guaranteed you're going to make a return on that because it's, you know, nominal, uh, nominal in comparison. Nominable, beneficent. Are you okay, hooked man? On, hooked on phonics. <laughs> Works for me too. But if you can make that money back and you can leave with a deeper sense of purpose or, you know what I'm saying, dude? Like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't make that investment. Yeah, even if it accelerates your failure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Even if it, acce- it accelerates what you find out doesn't work. Uh, because so many, so many times people are like, they're, they're just afraid um, to go into something to actually put their money, their own money on the line um, because they feel like, oh my God, like this better be worth it. Like case in point, someone posted about a book that I had screenshotted and put online, you know, put on our Facebook group and he's yeah. like, it better be worth it. Like, no dude, that's not how you yeah. look at it. Like I know he was just kind of joking, right? But that's how so many people look at investing in someone to help them. Like, I better get so much out of it. With us, dude, if it's like one little tweak, one little pivot, like yeah. that, that could be massive for us. And we've seen that before in other people that we've invested in. Yeah. Right. Well, one quick point, and then let's get into some, some yeah. of the stuff I know you want to talk about. Um, so I posted about this, and I posted about the investment, and I was like, this is the biggest investment we've ever made. And somebody said, wouldn't it make more sense to invest that money into testing and doing a bunch of tests and seeing what works? And uh, I responded, I was just like, you know, I was kind. I was like, your view of pretty much the whole world is messed up, but it's okay. Um, but here's the thing. I can tell you that that person makes less than half a million dollars a year. I can tell you that they're old, probably, and it's taken them a long time to reach success because their mindset is so twisted on it. Um, Because when we make an investment, here's the thing, whether you feel like you should have a coach or a mentor or not is a reflection of whether you have a business or you have a hobby that makes you money. Yep. So this guy is like, well, why wouldn't you just test a million things and waste your freaking time and your God given life on figuring it out the hard way? Well, because we don't have a hobby, we have a business. We're in this thing to make a certain amount of revenue, a certain amount of impact within a certain time frame, And we don't have 40 years to test everything in the world. And so I think that just do an assessment. Do you feel like you need someone to help you speed it up? If not, you might as well just ditch it and go play hockey. Like you've yeah. got a hobby that may be making you a little bit of money, but it's never going to reach the, the true wealth. And by wealth, I don't mean like, oh, I'm making $100,000 a year. I'm not knocking that if that's you. 
but you know, it's reflective of how far, how high you want to go. Yeah. Time is the greatest asset that you can never get back. You can always get money back. We could always get that hundred plus thousand dollars back. Right. But we can never get back the time that it takes us like to go through that process and to test and do all these things. Or worse, what if you burn out in the process? And you want to stab yourself. I mean, there's no guarantee that you're going to come back from a place of burnout. And so many entrepreneurs are like, I'm just going to figure it out myself. I'm just going to hustle. No thanks, Taylor and Chris. I want to figure it out on my own. Then six months later, they've quit and freaking work at Burger King because they're tired and they're yeah. exhausted and they don't care about it anymore. You know, yeah. that's a real threat. It's a real danger to the entrepreneur. Yeah. So let's establish, okay, let's, let's say you do actually have a business. And the question is, how bad do you really want it? You know, I posted this video in our Smartest Guys in Marketing group the other day, just talking about a strategy to get clients um, or to make money with clients. And this guy was like, well, that'd be nice if I could find clients. And so then we just started diving in because I wanted to figure out what was going on with him. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, I gave him a strategy on finding clients. He's like, oh, I don't yeah. have time to do that. It's like, wait a minute. I thought you said you couldn't find clients, right? So when it yeah. comes down to it, you just don't really want it. Ooh. Being honest. Come on. You just got to be I, honest with yourself right now. I mean, really, dude. Like, you know, I have four kids. I have a wife, a family. I've been in a position where I've had a full-time job. And how many, like, sleepless nights and weekends have we spent building our business right because yeah. not having it was not an option yeah so, so much of uh success in life and business i'll have to drop a gold nug you're ready you better pull over <laughs> so much in life and business is really about being honest with yourself about what you're willing to sacrifice to get what you want okay Okay. How much easier would Chris's life be if he would just admit that I am better looking and stop trying to keep up with the Joneses? He would be more <laughs> fulfilled. He would be happier. He would have a shine. But no, he's got to talk about his hair all day just to keep up. So how do you know if you're that person? Let's, go, let's give some, some bullet points here. How do you know if you're the person that's, that you say you want it, but you don't want it? We're going to give mm. you some down-to-earth, boots-on-the-grounds, Soldiers in the trenches, minions on the assembly line. All right, man. So number one, every six months, you're in the same spot trying to do the same things. How often uh, do we see this? All of the time. All the time. We talked to someone six months ago, and they were supposedly like in this spot of desperation. They had to have change. But at the end of the day, they didn't go in on themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, man. hey, man, I'm getting ready to launch this course. It's going to be so huge. I'm getting ready to launch. Six months later. Hey, man, I had a great opportunity to be an Uber driver. <laughs> I'm going to freaking drive this Uber. It's like, bro, yeah, you're insane. Yeah, they keep doing the same thing over and over. The bro, same. funny. I want you to laugh anymore. Sorry, man. I just, I just feel like this is like an intense episode. We're kind of a little bit on the soapbox. Go ahead, man. No, I just want to be validated. And you got any more funnies in you? I just want to be validated by a business partner. It's fine. 
Go ahead. He was kind. He was <laughs> smart. All right. Moving on. All right. Anything else to say on number one? No, I mean, I think, you know, sometimes people who are in the spot, they don't know they're in the spot until they sit down and think about it because then they're just on this flywheel. But for us, we're, we're never really dealing with the same problem more than six months, I would say. Yep. We've hired somebody or gotten somebody to help us do it. Uh, number two, if you're more skilled at explaining why you haven't gotten freedom than you are at actually doing the things that will get you freedom, you're this person. If you're the person who you are better at coming up with stories about how the market doesn't want your stuff than you are at actually figuring out the market and how to get them to buy your stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're better about talking about the opportunity than you are at actually taking the opportunity. Living the opportunity. And we see this all the time. Most of the time around like Thanksgiving and Christmas when the family's back together Son, how's your business? Oh, it's just uh, still working on this and still working on that. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, you are responsible for the circumstances you are in right now. Everybody wants to point their finger at the economy. Everybody wants to point their finger at the market. Everybody wants to blame Donald Trump, Obama, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. It's everybody else's fault, but their own. It's never my fault. And here's the deal when I don't know when this moment happened for you, Chris, but I remember like when it happened for me and I decided that everything that in, in my life that I hated, I was responsible for mm. things began to change. And it's like a six month tale. You don't see things immediately, but that core belief is essential to getting where you want to go. And so many yeah. people they've, they've trained in the arts of explanation as to why they're not where they want to go rather than training in the art of actually getting where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. They are entitled little princesses. I know what you wanted to say there. <clears throat> yeah. Bit PG. So right, every six th- months, every six months they're in the same spot. Um, they're very skilled at coming up with stories as to why they haven't achieved what they want to achieve. I'll let you say number three. Yeah. Unwilling to make scary decisions that you aren't 100% sure that will pan out or not, right? It's never a lack of confidence in the decision. It's a lack of confidence in yourself to make a good decision or good on the decision. Yeah. (laughs) Great job. (laughs) This is marketing, bro. I mean, marketing is the ruthless, consistent, and persistent, never-ending pursuit of tests that you don't know whether they're going to work or not. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you just throw caution to the wind and like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give away a blank check to everybody I meet today and just make random stupid investments. That's not the case. I think the point is to stack the deck and make well-informed hypotheses yeah. about what can move you forward. It's the same with marketing, but usually the people who can never – they can never get themselves to make a decision that's not guaranteed. They're, they don't, they're not ever going to be able to grow anyways. Yeah. That train of thought is just a pipe dream and it just shows lack of experience. Nothing is guaranteed at all. Right. And if you're looking for that, you are so far off the mark. You're so far off 
the base. Again, for us, dude, it's like the little tweaks. It's like when we launch a new ad campaign, we're not looking for all of it to be successful. We're looking to see like giving just those, those little cues of what's maybe not working so that we can get onto the path that of, of what is working as quick as possible. And we see that, that trends in every single part of our business. Yeah. That's good. All right. Anything else? Nope. Memos. TrafficFunnels.com slash memos. M-E-M-O-S. Let's go. Yeah. If you guys want to get an inside look on our business, you can get it there. It's like seven bucks a month. Essentially, it's free. You just pay for printing and shipping. But people are raving about the memos and they're power packed. So get on that. Hey, also subscribe if you're not and leave us a yes. review on the iTunes. And yes, rewarded for it by feeling good about yourself. All right, guys. Taylor's. Peace. Gone. is the podcastfactory.com